Welcome to the Marvel and Jesus podcast from Life 90.5, where we talk with Christian music artists and more about the things that wow them about Jesus. I'm Mandy Bowman, and joining us today is Peace Be Still singer Hope Darst. How are you today, Hope? I'm so good. How are you, Mandy? I'm good. Great to see you again. We've met before at some other conferences and stuff. Not to yeah. brag, but nice you know, you're a really, really sweet person. Glad to see you once Aww, more. Thank you. Uh, you've got those great songs out like Peace Be Still, which came out in 2020, you <laughs> yep. know, like at the time we definitely needed a whole lot of peace, as yes. well as If the Lord Builds the House is out right now, loving those songs. But the purpose of the Marvel at Jesus podcast really is to talk about the things that wow us about awesome. Jesus. Yeah. Now, uh, Hope, you've been walking with Jesus for quite some time. You're yes. a worship leader. I mean, you know him pretty well at this point, I would I think. Hope so. <laughs> right? I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope he says he knows me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's something that really wows you about Jesus, Hope? Gosh, you know, the longer I walk with the Lord, I, I think I'm in constant awe that he wants to be in relationship with us. Like yeah. this holy God that doesn't need us. He didn't need us, but he wanted us. And I can so relate to that as a mom, like in the sense of, I didn't have to have children, children were a gift that God gave me, but I wanted them. I wanted my yeah. my daughters and I want to be in relationship with them. And, you know, I'm human. And so I don't have like these these constructs or these boundaries of like holiness that makes relationship with them possible or not possible. And the mm-hmm. fact that God would allow his son to come and, and bridge that gap of a holy God that, that wanted to be with us and that Jesus would come and be our redemption and our reconciliation back to God so we could be in relationship with him is amazing because, and I'm saying all that because there's this scripture that talks about that yet while we were in our sin, yeah, he chose to send a solution. And when I think about my own nature, I, I don't think that I would do that. Like how often is it so hard for us <laughs> to even forgive someone right. when we're like, well, they don't, they're not even sorry for what they did. Like they're not even repentant. They don't even care that they hurt me or whatever. And we like withhold you know, relationship or forgiveness or just pro- close proximity with them will be like, oh, well, I have to put up my boundaries. I have to be careful with them. Like all that, like they're not trustworthy. Right. And God goes, even when you are at your very worst, I will come and offer you the greatest gift of laying down my lordship and my godship through my son, Jesus Christ, so that you then can have full access to be in relationship with me. It, I, I'm 25 years in and I can't get over that because the older right. I get, I'm so aware that I would not offer that. I just, I wouldn't. Nope. I can't. I don't know how. I, I have been in seasons of my life where forgiving someone and letting someone, you know, off the hook, if you will, it was hard. It was not yeah. like this easy thing to do because I wanted them to apologize and feel bad for what they did and, mm-hmm. and make it right. And I wanted my relationship and my forgiveness to be contingent upon their awareness right. of what they exactly. did wrong. 
So, and you need to know what you, you did, know right? What I'm offering you because you right. need to know how bad you did me wrong. Exactly. So you know how good I am for forgiving you. Yes. you know? <laughs> and here's this God of the universe who says, before you even realize how much of a mess you're in and how much you've hurt me and how much you have broken my heart. I will do everything to restore you and to bring you back into full relationship with me. I, I'm in awe of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm truly in awe of it. It's humbling. It, it makes me want to be worthy of that kind of a gift. Yeah. It makes me want to be someone that Jesus wants to be in relationship with, um, that he would trust me um, enough to continue to, you know, show me things in the scripture. I love that there's this, I can't think of the scripture right now where it talks about like, where God like literally will show secrets to his friends and his word. Like he revealed Mm. things to his friends. And I just, I want to be that. I want to be a friend of God that to my dying day, that he's constantly revealing the secret treasures of his word over and over and over to me. And so, yeah. I love that. Like that is good. And I don't know about you, Hope, but on on my worst day, I am definitely not the kind of person that anyone wants to be around. You know, you're probably a lot like nicer and kinder. Like you're a mom. You've got that patience thing down. It's like you got it all figured out, right? No. Sometimes we have patience. We don't. <laughs> we, we have a breaking point just like everyone else. Okay. All right. It's like, that's what I'm told. I mean, I'm not so sure about that, but uh, like super mom over there, you got it all down. No, oh, it's, no, but, no, but no you're, you're so right about, you know, we, we just, we're at our worst, but that's the point where God still steps in and says, I love you. I, I want to get to know you. Yeah. I want you to have my forgiveness. I want you to have that relationship. And, and that is the time that we are the most undeserving of all right. of it. Yeah. And, but yet and he still I want steps to in. be, I want to be that kind of a mother. Mm. I want to be that kind of a friend that I'm willing to offer the very best of me to my children, to my spouse, to my friends, to my coworkers, to whoever, even when they're offering me the worst version of themselves. Mm. And I think we struggle in our humanity to do that. Like, cause we're not God. So, so right. we're not intended to do that perfectly. But I think the longer we walk with the Lord, the more we are in awe and humbled by what Jesus offers us on a daily basis. Like, mm-hmm. right? Like, this isn't just a one-time thing where he offers right. it the day we receive Christ. He extends grace and mercies to us every day. Like, his mercies are new every morning. And right. I want to be that way. And the, and the more I walk with Christ, the more I want to look like Christ, knowing that I won't get this perfect and I mess up all the time, but I yeah. am aware of it. And I'm aware when I'm going, oh man, like I'm expecting my kid to be perfect right now. And I'm not, I'm not offering them grace. I'm not yeah. offering them mercy. And I don't mean letting them off the hook, but I'm not, right. I'm not loving them the way the father loves me. Like I remember feeling that way a couple of years ago. I was walking through just a season of parenting and trying to figure out like, how do you do this? And you know, it just feels like you're just blind. You're, you're literally blind all the time right. trying to like find it. And I, I forget what I was dealing with specifically in the parenting in that season, but I, I do remember like being arrested by the Holy spirit and feeling like him say, hope 
I have never parented you from a place of shame or from a place of condemnation or a place of, you know, just heavy handedness. I've always parented you from a place of kindness and patience and um, just extending you chance after chance after chance to get it wrong. And I remember thinking, gosh, I don't know if I'm not, like, if I do that enough in my parenting, that I want to be that kind of parent. Like, I think about just the fact that, like, God has just never been heavy handed in his parenting of me in seasons of correction, right? Like seasons when I know like I'm not getting this right. Mm -hmm. It has never been this like heavy handed God just being like, oh, I can't believe you. It's actually been this invitation of grace through the Holy Spirit to, it's like he invites me into the journey of repentance and transformation. And it's, it's his, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yeah. And man, don't we want to just focus on repentance so much without like understanding it's kindness. Mm-hmm. And so I, I am a, a work in progress, like to say it in the, <laughs> like in the least, but <laughs> I want to parent that way. I want to live that way where I live out of parenting through kindness, loving through kindness, correcting through kindness, leading through kindness. Yeah. Um, cause I think that that is just the higher way and it, it's the father's way. So hundred percent like, and, and that applies to, I think every single area I was, I was just thinking a second ago, of uh, just in, in trying to share the gospel with, with people just as, as important as that is. I mean, you can't, you can't come at it like heavy handed, really that, that whole turn or burn kind of thing. I mean, that's, that's not well, that's not so. It, I mean, it's true, but it's love. like it's not. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, you need to have that love. love. Yeah, we just so often we just want to offer truth, 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 and we don't actually know how to blanket things in love. But I right. mean, goodness gracious, God sends His Son, like literally sacrifices His Son. If that isn't an act of love and kindness. But mm-hmm. Jesus himself is the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. So he literally offered truth to us in the package of love yeah. and grace and mercy. And we are supposed to live the same way. You don't have yeah. to water down the truth at all. Mm-hmm. But you can offer it through a spirit and through a heart posture of love and kindness. And let me yeah. tell you, you cannot fake your heart posture. You really can't. People Mm-mm. feel it. Like think about when people get something wrong or like, you know, I think about like my kids when they like do something wrong to each other and I'm like, you need to go apologize. And my kids, like they immediately know when their sibling is being genuine in that apology. Mm. I'm not genuine in that yeah, apology. My husband is usually good if I'm telling whether it, whether I'm being genuine or not in my apologies. I did, right? People can tell. Yeah. People can tell. Mm-hmm. And it's the same when we're offering the truth of the gospel or the yeah. story of the gospel. They can tell when we are motivated by love or we're motivated by law. Yeah. I'm just feeling like, well, I have to tell you the truth. I have to tell you the truth because da-da-da. Versus going, I want to tell you the truth because I know it's going to save your life. Yeah. I know it's going to bring joy and freedom and healing to the places that you feel hurt and broken because this is who brought healing and freedom and joy to the places where I was broken. Yeah, exactly. And it really is just, it is the tiniest shift, but it makes all the difference. Yeah. Ah, preach hope. That's good stuff right there. I like that. (laughs) 
think, all right, let's uh, shift gears just a little bit like that okay. was just, ah, so good. Okay. So uh, right now on radio, If the Lord Builds the House is all over the place. Beautiful song. We're, we're loving that so much. But uh, but what's uh, what's on the horizon for Hope Darst? What's, what projects, new songs? What's going on yeah, with you? Yeah, well, I actually had a brand new song go to radio today called Ooh. Never Walk Alone. It's on my recent project, which is um, an EP called If the Lord Builds the House. That was my first single off the project. And so we just made the big change today, new singles out, and I'm really excited about this song. You know, my first project uh, was such a, like, just a beautiful God story um, of thinking I was going to be an artist when I was younger, God completely changing my path, and um, not until I was 39 years old did I sign my first record deal. Oh, my. Okay. And <laughs> I know. It was crazy, right? Like, Ooh. I thought I was going to be an artist in my 20s, and God just took me down a very different path, which I'm very grateful for. Right. I ended up going into ministry at my church and serving there for over a decade, and then went into songwriting later in life in my 30s, and then ended up being an artist at, at 39, and put out my first project, A Peace Be Still, at the top of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Like, it was just a really... <laughs> crazy unique story and I just feel like God breathed all over it because it was such a testimony of you cannot outrun, outdo or you know put an expiration date on God's timing for the mm-hmm. people in your life like we literally can even like haul things, slow things down you know all those kinds of things and if God has a plan and a purpose it's going to happen like he yeah. will make sure that that happens and I think God had a plan and a purpose for a peace be still to come mm-hmm. out when it did and all the twists and turns that led to it. That was all part of God's perfect timing. Yeah. Um, and so and I, I actually, I noticed that when, when that song came out in 2020, cause I mean, we're, we're on radio, we're trying to encourage people in a really scary time, you know, yeah. like it. And then I started noticing there, there were several songs several that had songs. this idea okay. of peace and, and trying to, to get rid of fear and yours okay. just fell right into all of that. And, and I just noticed God was so good to oh, orchestrate yeah. that stuff in your song so that it's ready to go right. when we need it most. It's like, I mean, Ooh, think about thank it. God. You know, you think about all the things, if I'd signed a deal at 20 or 25, would Peace Be Still ever been written? Like, it was written when it was supposed to be written. It had a true story and true authority because it was real in my own life. And then I was able to hand that over to people. And I believe God was able to use that song the way he did for mine. Yeah. So when when we circled around to make another project, you know, Peace Be Still was the story of that first project. And when we got ready to make this next one, you know, I felt very convicted to write a write a record that was a record from the the vantage point that like I've been walking with the Lord for 25 years like I'm not new in my faith I'm not new in the knowing the history of God and my story and I wanted to unpack that in songs from the place of someone who's been walking with the Lord for 20 plus years and so never walk alone was just I felt like the perfect song that kind of told my whole life story. Cause I felt like peace be still, it's like a glimpse into one season of my life, but never walk alone was like me being able to tell the whole story of my life and, and literally singing to myself, you know, the very first line of the song says, um, if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have doubted you. Mm. Right. Like there's so many things yeah. I didn't understand or know when I was 18 or 19 or 25 or 33. And I, I but I chose to hold on to the, the truth of God's nature, that he is good, that he is faithful, 
that he is who he says he is and his word doesn't return void. And there were seasons that that was really hard to hold on to that. But now I can look back and I go, oh, I see your faithfulness there. I see your goodness there. I see that I was not alone in that season, even though at the time I felt alone. I, like there's a history that I have with God that has is proven time and time and time and time again. He's everything that he says he is and more. And so this song talks about that. And I hope it just encourages people. I hope the whole project encourages people. There's a lot of songs on it that I just felt were really great songs for the church, but also again, just messages rooted in both the truth of his word and, and my relationship with him over 20 plus years. Oh, that is so good. And I've, I've not heard the song yet, but as soon as I get off this call with you, I will go find it so I, I can know, listen to it. <laughs> I'm sure it's amazing. Like, I can't wait. I'm always excited about new music anyway, especially from I artists know. that I just adore. So this oh, is, this is so great. I'm excited. Thank you, so thank you Hope, so much for uh, sharing a few moments with us today on the Marvel at Jesus podcast. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of the Marvel at Jesus podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can get the next episode as soon as it comes out from Life 90.5.